0: The sportscaster and her son is brought to you by Foot First Podiatry. Painful bunions, then it's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sclar Bunionectomy. No scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. For more information about the Sclar Bunionectomy, visit footfirst.com. And by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, makers of Liquitite Flexible Conduit, electrically connecting our world. Hello, everybody, and welcome into The Sportscaster and Her Son, where sports bridges the gap between the generations. I'm your co host, 12 time Emmy Award winning sportscaster Peggy Kaczynski, now with ESPN Radio 1000 in Chicago, formerly from NBC Chicago. I'm the baby boomer and I'm the mom. Hi, Jason.
1: Hi, mom. First of all, I really like the new intro. Uh, Second of all, I mean, y'all know me. I'm Jason Conander. Generation Z sophomore at the University of Texas at Austin. Still doing a lot of work with Student TV down here, but trying to finish the semester strong, it has certainly been a grind. Um, that's why I'm out in one of these study rooms right now. Um, but yeah, happy to be here. Happy to take a break from school to talk sports. Those have and been a few and far between.
0: And you had a good spring break, right, Jason?
1: I did have a good spring break, all things considered. I uh, avoided like the the traditional spring break trip with all my friends and Cause last semester we had the Texas Oklahoma football game was about midway through the semester. And so that was almost like our spring break, but it was a lot shorter. Um, and I spent so much money during it to where like it made the rest of the semester very stressful and I wanted to prevent that. So I went to Marco Island, um, which was amazing. I got to enjoy the NCAA tournament. Um, I got to enjoy the sun. Uh, spring break was a couple of weeks ago though. So I, I, Hey,
0: once you're bearing the lead, once you actually got to Marco Island, you, you, you had like the nightmare travel day.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, thanks for reminding me. It was, uh, (laughs) it was terrible. 26 hours in an airport, basically. Um, five consecutive flights delayed or canceled. It was, uh, I don't know, like God was really making me earn spring break for some reason. And, uh, it was definitely worth the wait. It was an awesome trip. And, very relaxing. Now that I'm a couple weeks removed from that relaxation, I miss it a lot. But, yeah, spring break was awesome.
0: All right. Well, we are a week into the baseball season 2022. And we thought we would make a little bit of a twist here for our our viewers and our listeners. Instead of asking who's going to win more games, the Cubs or the White Sox, we decided, answer me this, between the Cubs and the Sox, which player? is going to have the best season in 2022? I love this question, Jason. I think it's a great question. I'll go first. I'll just tell you, like, my thought process right away was not necessarily really nice because I was thinking about all the the players that could tee up on... The North siders this year from other teams, specifically Milwaukee. <laughs> um, but then I also could have gotten really mean and and talked about with the White Sox and you know, maybe Astros players doing the same thing that they did to them in the postseason last year. But instead, I broke it down to a couple of newcomers on the north side, uh, Marcus Strowman and Sia Suzuki. Now, I think it's almost too obvious to say that. SIA is going to have the best season. Um, there's going to be some adjustment period for him. There has to be not only not only the pitching and the lifestyle of Major League Baseball and all these day games now on the north side, uh, but also just living in the United States, the day-to-day changes that he is going to have to adjust to. So I'm not going to say Sia Suzuki say. Um Marcus Stroman, I really I I want to say Marcus Stroman because he's just such a fun guy that you want to see him succeed. People love to hate him, but I I love him. I love how flamboyant he is and self-promoting he is. I think it's great. Then I looked on the south side and I thought maybe it's Tony La Russa that's going to have the best season. Maybe he's going to have a huge bounce, bounce back year uh, as the manager. And TLR is going to win uh, manager of the year. You know, I don't know. But then I came down to, I decided my answer on who is going to have the best season in Chicago baseball this year. My answer is Lucas Giolito. I think after consecutive years of constantly being in the Cy Young talk, I do think that this is going to be his Uber breakout season. And then, of course, he's going on the injured list because of the abdominal strain in his opening day start with the White Sox. But it's early, and we all expect pitchers to struggle this year because of the short spring training. So I'm sticking with... Lucas Giolito as going to have the best season in baseball in Chicago this year. What about you, Jason?
1: First of all, I have to apologize. A little bit of a bad hair morning. It's about 10 o'clock. I rolled out of bed and immediately started doing homework. So Wait,
0: shouldn't that be me That's always that, that should be complaining about a bad hair day? No, i has getting
1: long, and I don't want to have to pay for a haircut while I'm down here. So I still okay. have about a month until I get home. Anyway, uh, my answer would be, and first of all, I really like the Giolito pick because he's a guy who changed his body a lot this offseason, added a lot of muscle mass, looked noticeably bigger once spring training began um and looked very good in his spring starts he looked very good in his limited action in his opening day start before he had to leave with injury if he was injured throughout that game and Giolito still looked that good then I feel pretty good about your pick but I'm actually going to have to go with one pitcher and one hitter here and first off with the Cubs because both my picks are going to be White Sox players I do That's think it. I need to touch on the Cubs a little bit and it's not a product of of anything with me being a White Sox fan. It's more so about how each of the two teams look this year. The Cubs, I really, really like their offseason a lot. If you take the Cubs offseason and apply it to the White Sox, the White Sox would be regarded as the best team in baseball right now. If the White Sox added Say Suzuki, Marcus Stroman, Wayne Miley, and Jan Gomes, they would undoubtedly be the top team in the American League right now. So I do have to say I did envy the offseason that the Cubs had because – they played their chips really well, and I think that they spent very wisely. They didn't break the bank on Carlos Greta before they had to. You know, they spent, they took a chance on someone like Seiya Suzuki and then paid for a shared thing like Marcus Stroman. Suzuki reminds me a lot of Jose Abreu when he first came into the league. Not at all about the playing style, but more so about where both of those guys were at the time that they came into Major League Baseball. They were both kind of hitting their strides internationally had these great right-handed power swings, and there was just kind of a feeling that they'd be right in the middle of this transition period for teams that were rebuilding. And Abreu came to the White Sox one year removed from a 99-loss season. Suzuki's coming into the Cubs one year removed from their first season of, of a rebuild or retool or whatever. So I think a Suzuki's going to have a really, really big year. Now, as for my answer for the question, Dylan Cease is my pitcher mm-hmm. because – Dylan sees the metrics have favored him a lot last year, and there is a statistic that he can only beat the bad teams in the division and that he's racking up all these strikeouts. Yes, we've seen the career record against Detroit and against Kansas City. He does feast off of bad opposing lineups. But Dylan Cease is a guy whose fastball spin rate has only improved since he's came into Major League Baseball. His curveball and his slider are both excellent out pitches, and he's developing the changeup. We could be looking at, halfway through the season, Dylan Cease could legitimately have four out pitches plus an improved fastball that's already near in triple digits. That type of repertoire has only been owned by guys like Justin Verlander and other guys that have been among the most dominant pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. So Dylan Cease is my pick on the pitcher side. On the hitter side, it seems like everyone has this on the south side, but Luis Robert. He looked incredible in limited time last year, hit three forty. Once he came back from his hamstring injury, Luis looks locked in. He's a true five-tool player. This is going to be his first full season on the South side, 162 games. I think that this entire season is going to be an exhibition of his five-tool talent. And I think that he's going to emerge as a top player from the White Sox rebuild. Now the face of the White Sox franchise up there at Anderson and Brady.
0: I love it, Jason. Well, I reached out to a couple of our friends who are in radio, not all of them sports radio. There, there is a, a really fun guest today who uh, gives us uh, his idea of who is going to have the best season. We reached out to some of them to see and hear what they think.
1: Hey, this is David Kaplan from NBC Sports Chicago. Unfiltered weeknights at 6 p.m. and ESPN 1000 to Capgei Hood morning show. The question is, who's going to be the best player in Chicago baseball this year? Cubs and White Sox. I've got to vote for Aloy Jimenez. I actually have a ticket on him that has him cashing for MVP in the American League. I also think he can lead the American League in home runs. Say is Suzuki of the Cubs, I think he'll be a formidable candidate to be Rookie of the Year in the National League. But this year, Baseball 2022, the best player in Chicago is Aloy Jimenez. Take that.
2: This is Maddie Lee, Cubs beat writer for the Sun-Times. There are so many good picks for the Chicago baseball player that will have the best season, especially on the South side, to be honest. But I'm going to pick a Cub in Wilson Contreras who, for two reasons. One, he's playing for a contract. This is his last year of club control. He could be facing free agency come the end of the year if they don't get an extension done with him. Uh, He could leave in the middle of the year we could see him depart at the trade deadline we just don't know at this point so he's going to be fully motivated and the cubs have a new backup catcher in jan gomes so as opposed to last year when wilson was dealing with eight different backup catchers he'll actually be able to get off his feet some plus the dh coming to the nl helps so i think he's really going to go off
1: well hello there this is lynn bramer from 93 xrt and I got the question, what Chicago baseball player will have the best year? When I'm considering a question like this, I always think carefully about what scenario will inflict the most pain on me as a Chicago Cub fan. So clearly, Eloy Jimenez will have the best year of any Chicago baseball player. And uh, Chicago Cubs uh, fans like me will just sit with our tears and our beer and say, once again... What might have been.
0: Back to our conversation in a minute. But first, have you ever dealt with bunions? I have. It got to the point that I couldn't even wear any shoes without having shooting pain. Even at night, I couldn't even pull the covers over my foot. It hurt so bad. It didn't matter if I was wearing slippers or boots, gym shoes working out, or heels for a night out. The pain was intolerable. I finally decided to do something about it. That's when I heard about Foot First Podiatry and their exclusive procedure, the sclar Bunionectomy. It has you on your feet the day after surgery. Are you kidding? Well, I had to see it to believe it. And you know what? They were right. Surgery was easy. I am so glad I did it. I walked out of surgery in a boot, no cast, no crutches, walking the same day, and you can be back in a gym shoe in two weeks. When I look at my foot now, there's no visual scar, and best of all, I am pain-free. So ladies and guys, don't walk around in pain like I did for years. Visit footfirst.com.
1: Hey, it's David Hoff from the Haw Show on 670 The Score every morning. Okay, so the best baseball player in Chicago For 2022, who will have the best season? I'll give you a hint. Thanks, Cubs! Aloy Jimenez, left field, DH, Chicago White Sox, going to have an MVP caliber season. 45 homers, 125 plus runs batted in. White Sox going to run away with the AL Central, compete for the AL pennant. Let's see how healthy they are. But whoever is on the mound, whoever is in the lineup, it will be Aloy Jimenez, leading the way on an MVP type of a season in 2022. Thanks, Cubs! Hey, it's Jesse Rogers from ESPN. I think the best player in Chicago is Luis Robert, and he's going to back that up with an MVP caliber year. The game comes so easy to him. If he stays healthy, he's going to put up the best year among all Chicago players. I really thought about answering, say, a Suzuki, just to throw a curveball at you. He's going to be really good. I think he's the real deal. You don't pay a guy $85 million if you haven't scouted him up and down. And his character is good, his makeup is good, and his game is really good. Um, and he doesn't have a ton of pressure right off the bat. It's not like the Cubs are going to be in a pennant race this year. So I'm going to go with Luis Robert, but tell you a Suzuki is going to have a fine rookie season for the Chicago Cubs. <laughs>
0: predictable with some of these folks uh considering the teams they cover and great to hear from Lynn Bramer from WXRT as well. Okay, Jason, even though this is an answer me this episode, you have some predictions?
1: Yes, I do have some predictions. Couple right. quick rapid fire MLB predictions for the season. I'm very excited. We didn't know we were going to get this season. Anyway, my MVP predictions in both leagues, I'm going to go with Mike Trout in the American League. He's back. Angels could make the playoffs this year really like him. In the National League, I'm going to say that Bryce Harper repeats his MVP. This has a really weird feeling. Ten years ago, Harper and Trout both won Rookie of the Year. I think ten years later, everything comes full circle and they both win MVP. Cy Young Awards. I'm going to have to go with Justin Verlander in the American League. He's back from injury. looked really good the other night. National League, I'm going to go with Walker Buehler of the Dodgers. He's a clear ace of that staff. Rookies of the Year, American League, Bobby Witt Jr. He's a phenom for the Royals. Looked awesome in his first series in the Major Leagues. National League, Hunter Green from the Cincinnati Reds. Touched 100 miles per hour so frequently yesterday in his first Major League start. Reminds me a lot of Michael Kopik when he first came up to the Majors. Let's just hope that Hunter Green can stay healthy. World Series, my pick is going to have to be the White Sox against the New York Mets. I love the Mets rotation once they get fully healthy. I think both teams will start a little slow because of the injuries, but both teams are far ahead of the rest of their divisions in terms of death, the most important thing in baseball. I have the White Sox beating the Mets in six games to win the World Series this year. I hope I end up being right, but I know that when we look back at this at the end of the year, I'll probably be wrong.
0: I love it. Hey, my only final thoughts are baseball is back. Get out, go see some games, enjoy the sunshine, support your teams. Uh, It it just means so much that it's a full season and we're not worrying about the pandemic, that we can actually enjoy um, summer baseball once again. So I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, everybody who has followed us on YouTube. Thank you for following us on the audio channels in which the podcast is also available, SoundCloud, Apple, Podbean, uh, just about Google Play, just about anywhere that you get your audio, you can find the sportscaster and her son, and super excited that we are also continuing the YouTube channel as well. Jason, if people like this episode?
1: Like, rate, and subscribe. It really helps us out a lot, helps spread the popularity of the show. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your coworkers, tell everyone about us. We love what we have going on, and we want to grow our network, so always looking to add more people to our audience.
0: Thank you to all of our guests today, our guest prognosticators. You can follow them on social media. Pretty much easy to find each of them as well. Thank you to Adam Yaffe, our Sultan of Sound, and to Aldo Gandia of the Podbean Barroom Network. Don't forget to check out my other podcast, Pass the Mic. It's about women in sports and sports media on the Barroom Network. All right, so that's it for this episode, Jason. A fun little catch up on, you know, baseball and a fun episode of Answer Me This. I'm going to let you get back to your classroom. I'm so glad you were able to join us, buddy.
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, I love doing the show. I love making time for it. It's what I want to do. And anytime I can prioritize something like this over like a science test, I'm going to. When the hell is astronomy ever going to help me pass this last month of the semester?
0: <laughs> yeah, when, when sports ex, uh, expands to um, another planet, right? Which could happen in your lifetime, not mine. We'll see all right, thank you everybody for joining us. We'll talk to you next time. So long. The sportscaster and her son is brought to you by Electroflex, a global leader in electrical conduit for over 60 years, electrically connecting our world. And by Foot First Podiatry. It's time to get your bunion fixed with Foot First Podiatry's exclusive Sclar Bunionectomy. No visual scars, no casts, no crutches, no kidding. Visit footfirst.com.
1: When the hell is astronomy ever going to help me pass this last month of the semester? (laughs)